Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world's changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better get them the heck up, get them going. It is a busy Tuesday, slow day in the uh, world of sports for on-field activity, on-field news, but there is a ton of news in and around the uh, general ATX sports conversation. Longhorn baseball, day two of the Major League Baseball draft, a couple Longhorns drafted, but maybe more significantly, who wasn't drafted yesterday, looking forward to 2023 and 24. So David Pierce making some pretty major coaching staff changes and announcements. Big day over at Austin FC and Q2 Stadium. Their new sporting director was introduced. We'll introduce you to him. Also, uh, Pat Fitzgerald news from Northwestern. Home run derby last night in Major League Baseball. we got a lot to do. It is jam-packed on a Tuesday. It's also 7-11 day. That's right, the 11th day of the 7th month. June 11th is here. That means a free Slurpee over at uh, 7-11. So if you want to wait in line, you probably can get yourself a free one. It's going to be hot enough uh, that you might need one of those uh, wonderful, refreshing Slurpees this morning, 7-11. It's also National Amazon Prime Day, the big Prime Day. If you know what that is, you know what that is. You're probably online already looking for deals. If you don't, Probably don't know. We'll try to explain it to you what Amazon Prime Day is here on this Tuesday into tomorrow as well. And it's going to be a busy one. Four hours of tremendous conversation begins right now with you here on the show of the people. We appreciate you finding us however you do each and every day on 1049, maybe 1019 FM, AM 1260. Streaming always, making it easy to find us on your Horn app. On your smart speaker, and always, Mr. Godbolt, good morning at hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabazas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for you and what you do for us. We appreciate it each and every day. It will be a scorcher today. Scorcher. Yeah, this is the one. This is this is the start of about three days of just... Searing. Yeah. Put uh, the bacon up on the hood. Oh, get really? some eggs, get it done. You can get it done today. Well, you, can, you think that would Big take Breakfast Tuesday. Big Breakfast Tuesday, right on your, your, oh, right your, on your dashboard. Yeah, right on the dashboard. This will happen today. Yeah, yeah, you know, I would imagine that may be an experiment. I don't know. We'll do it in Ty's car. We could uh, put some bacon on his dashboard. I don't know. Not in the Blue Maybe. Magoo. I don't think you want to do that. that well, Blue Magoo sweet. would be perfect. But you got to put it right in the sun at the heat of the moment oh, and walk that baby away will and just sizzle. Put, some, put, put a couple of fried eggs, mm-hmm. a couple of slabs, pieces of thick cut bacon, Maybe some Texas toast, 
See if you can get that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> eat, it right, eat it right off the hood. I bet you could. What do you think? What's what's the over-under? 45 minutes? You're cooking? You're having a good breakfast right there? A little salt and pepper? i quicker than that. Think Maybe so? quicker than that, yeah. If you do it around 1 o'clock, probably quicker than eight, that. Yeah. Eight, 18 minutes. Wow. Oh, man. 18. Ty says under 30. Dang. You uh, scientists out take there, take a picture go to work. of that. Let's do that. You know, there are actual scientists who will like calculate the molecule heat ratio thing deal, and they'll know exactly how long. I mean, each 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 oh. item, if we if we go, we'll take probably different. The well, bacon, we can get a timer, go out there and figure out exactly how long. Bacon would really probably take the longest, right? That's that's meat. Yeah, that's that, that would be a little testy. Yeah, especially if I go with the thick cut bacon. Yeah, I'm not sure the Texas toast would do much, but uh, sounds good. You who doesn't like thick cut bacon on oh, Texas man. toast, man? All right, making everybody hungry on uh, an early Tuesday and a lot to do. It's going to be a busy one. We'll dive into the controversy at Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald is out as the head coach there uh, about three days after he was given a two-week suspension after a university uh, investigation into the hazing allegations at Northwestern. That story is interesting, to say the least. Uh, also, we had a home run derby last night in uh, – and I just got to say, I, I, I picked, I don't know if I was picking or rooting for Mookie Betts. I just wanted to see how Mookie Betts was going to do. He was the worst, which was expected. That's I think why you were I, just rooting for him. He's not a home yeah, run Yeah, that's guy. why I thought, man, maybe there's something. This, this guy entered into this or agreed to do it for a reason. But, you know, he, he's not a home run to hitter. He's a Well, baseball a wanted to put some stars. He's a star. He's so a they star. To, and he decided to be part of it, which is a good thing. Well, and, you know, it's one of those things you love to have seen Shohei Otani. If the Astros slugger Jordan Alvarez hadn't been hurt, he might have jumped into that thing because yep. he is a – natural home run hitter with prodigious power. Uh, but, man, the, the Dominican Republic uh, represented well last night. Rangers represented well. Let's get to the headlines, trending topics, including uh, what I think was a great day for Texas baseball. Let's get you caught up on the news. UBO Business Services brings it to you. We'll start with the college football, and probably heard by now about North heard by now, but Northwestern has fired their head football coach Pat Fitzgerald amid the fallout from the university's investigation into hazing allegations within that football program. University President Michael Schill made the announcement official in a letter to the Northwestern community last night. We'll get you details on that. Um, Pat Fitzgerald has also put out a statement of his own, which we'll get into this morning. Also, uh, a home run derby last night ahead of tonight's All-Star Game in Seattle. And what a show it was. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won the All-Star Home Run Derby, matching his father, Vlad Sr., in 2007 to become the first father-son duo to accomplish the feat. Um, it was done in the ballpark made famous by Ken Griffey Jr. a generation early. Guerrero beat Tampa's Randy Arozarena 25-23 in the final round. Uh, pretty impressive. Adolis Garcia of the Rangers also had a pretty good run there. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, the homestanding uh, hitter, young hitter for the Mariners, um, was in the semifinals. He had a record 41 home runs in the first round. Prodigious. Well, he's tired today. He's got to be tired. I hurt my body watching it. Uh, also, MLB Draft Day 2 yesterday. And yes, Deck Texas, the program, did continue its incredible streak. A pair of uh, likely now former Longhorns were selected on day two of the MLB Draft. You probably know there has been at least one Longhorn selected in every MLB draft since it began in 1965. Well, appropriately, outfielder Dylan Campbell, he of the program's Big 12 and 38-game record-hitting streak this past season, was the uh, player to assure the program's streak would be extended to 58 years when he was chosen by the L.A. Dodgers to pick 136. Then at pick 179, Chicago White Sox selected the Big 12 pitcher of the year, Lucas Gordon. Both are likely to sign major league contracts and begin their pro careers. Only one member of the Longhorns' 2023 high school signing class was picked yesterday, and that came early with the first pick of day two. Pick 71, Round Rock High right-hander Travis Sikora 
Selected by the Washington Nationals, 6'6 flamethrower set for a big payday now with the Nats. Just as notable, though, for David Pearson, the program, who wasn't picked on day two. Starting pitchers Tanner Witt and LeBaron Johnson Jr. did not get drafted, greatly increasing the chances that they will return to the program in 2023. In addition, no other Longhorn commitment from the high school ranks was taken yesterday. That includes their top remaining commitment, Will Gasparino, the 6'6", 215-pound outfitter from Harvard, California. He is the son of the director of amateur scouting for the LA Dodgers. He was not taken in the first 10 rounds. He immediately indicated on social media that he's planning to come and play for Texas on the 40 acres. Uh, The third and final day of the draft is set for today with rounds 11 through 20. Texas head coach David Pierce also announced several staff changes yesterday on his coaching staff. That includes the return of former Major League All-Star Troy Tulowitzki to the staff. After a year out, he will return to the staff as the program's director of player development. Caleb Longley has been named the staff's third assistant behind Bench coach Steve Rodriguez, Philip Miller is moving back into a coaching role. And most importantly, Coach Pierce announced that he will take over as the team's pitching coach with the assistance from developmental assistant Chris Gordon. Big day at Q2 Stadium yesterday as well. Austin FC officially introduced Rodolfo Burrell as the club's new sporting director. 52-year-old comes in with quite the resume. He spent nearly a decade at the most dominant club in the world, Manchester City in the English Premier League. He served as the club's global technical director and then as the first assistant coach. He's had over nearly three decades in soccer. Also worked at FC Barcelona and Liverpool. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at UBEO.com. Boy, Julio's got some tired forearms this morning. That's a talented young man. Wow. That's, you know, like that we, place we, is going went crazy. Talk about it in the NBA with all the young talent and uh, seeing Wenbanyama you know, shut down now by the Spurs. But, man, a couple of games, a lot of young players. And then, you know, in a global game like baseball, just like basketball, players from all over the world starring last night. We know Shohei Otani, best player in the world right now, and he's got that uh, blister on his finger, so he didn't participate last night. Could have. Shohei could have been out there whacking home runs oh, yeah. if he wanted to. Uh, but, man, yeah, that, yeah, Julio Rodriguez, your reigning American League MVP, plays center field, speed, and, man, the pop and the bat. And that's kind of how I am. I, I, I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. gets the trophy. It's great for he and his dad, first father-son duo to do that. And he's a prodigious home run hitter himself with tremendous raw power. But I always just remember the moments, right? I mean, Josh Hamilton at Yankee Stadium, he didn't win the home run derby that year, but that's all I remember is him hitting Knocking home, him run, out. home run after home run at Yankee Stadium. Uh, and, you know, Julio Rodriguez with 41 home runs last night. Randy Arena with that quick bat and that quick twitch. He had 40 at one point, and he just wore himself out. I mean, Randy Arena was over by that final final, final stretch. I mean, uh, but it was compelling. It was cool to see. It took a while, but uh, in the end, I thought it was good TV last night mm-hmm. to watch the home run derby. I'll also say this, Buck, to start. I don't, I don't know soccer on a global level, but it really does sound like this guy, Austin FC, is hired. is quite the badass. I mean, what a... Rodolfo Burrell, they call him Robo. Yeah, he seems uh, very aggressive in what some of the things he wants to do. Golly, I mean, what a – it's just, you know, as you, we try to learn global soccer and, and through all uh, MLS and through Austin FC, you know, what, what we're learning about Austin FC is the ownership group and Anthony Precourt are going to go for it, right? They're not – this is not going to be one of those – Wait around happy, five years and yeah, try to get it going. Just happy yeah. to be here organizations. They're going to – They'd like to win and win now. They'll spend money and they're in and uh, to, to go over and pluck – this guy off Manchester City. I mean, that's a, that's a power program, obviously. We'll try to get some intel from our, our soccer experts, but uh, seems like a home run hire, um, no pun intended, from the home run derby last night, maybe even a grand slam. He will now come in and work with Josh Wolf, replacing Claudio Reyna uh, to build that roster, build that team, and build the whole organization. Because, right, it's, you know, one of the things Rodolfo Burrell did before 
on his climb was he was at FC Barcelona, right? When Lionel Messi was in their their developmental system, uh, so he's a technician of of soccer, to development of soccer players, and of course Austin FC has their clubs and their their juniors teams, and um, he'll be a part of a, a huge overseer of that as well. So big day there, and as I mentioned in the headlines, what a big day for Texas baseball. Um, you know, congratulations to Dylan Campbell and Lucas Gordon and gosh, Travis Sakura, pick 71. All three of those guys are going to go be pro baseball players. You have to imagine, but man, they, I don't know. I think anybody, anybody would have thought when Sunday and Monday came, came and went that, uh, LeBaron Johnson Jr. would not be drafted for whatever reason. Tanner Witt, who, if not for the Tommy John injury of two years ago, would have been a, was, was projected as a top 15 kind of draft pick overall, and obviously he's not back there yet. Uh, but, man, uh, those two guys are likely to be back on your pitching staff in 2023 and in the 24. And uh, Will Gasparino, if you looked at, like, MLB rankings of draft prospects, there was one list, I think it was Baseball America, they had Will Gasparino and Tanner Witt as, as number 75 and number 76 as far as overall prospects in this draft. Yep. The top 100 players didn't get drafted. Which again, you know, they're, they're, everybody has their reasons, but if you're David Pierce and the Longhorns, uh, you you to get Will Gasparino, who has already said he's coming to campus, six six, two hundred fifteen oh, yeah. pound outfielder who is just toolsy as he can be, and as I mentioned in the headlines, he's the son of the director of amateur scouting for the Dodgers, so he comes from a baseball world uh, and knows how to, you know, fundamentally. And then you're you're looking at, at Tanner Witt and Ben. Think about LeBaron Johnson Jr. potentially moving to your Friday night starter role and continuing to evolve as a as a pitcher the way he finished the year, uh, that's a good day. And and none of the other Longhorns, a kid named uh, uh, Casey Borba out of California, also not drafted. And the rule of thumb now is generally that if you go in the top ten picks, you're probably going to sign or almost certainly going to sign. If you don't, you probably won't. You, you'll probably go play college baseball. Uh, and Once now that's again, not, I'll just say the competition in college baseball is – is thriving now. I mean, this it's is coming. Yeah. And I think that's where major league baseball wants it. Oh yeah. I think they do too. Yeah. If, if we're not willing to take you in the first 10 rounds, go play college baseball, yeah. play three years, show us, play against a high level competition, get developed by great coaches. Whether be, you're, don't be on buses, be in that social atmosphere and get your degree. Yeah. Try to start your degree. We'll have a look at you in, yep. in two, three years now, uh, which, you know, uh, and, you know, gosh, the third player in the draft was a high school player. So it's not like mm-hmm. major league teams won't take high school players. They'll take the great ones, yes. Yeah, but uh, and today you could expect to see a lot of college players drafted uh, rounds 11 through 20. Garrett Gamet, the Longhorn catcher, Porter Brown. Uh, these guys expected to hear their names, but only two so far. And um, congratulations to Dylan Campbell, the L.A. Dodgers. Also congratulations to Lucas Gordon. And the streak lives 58 years now. Every every draft they've ever had, a Longhorn has been drafted. That's pretty darn impressive for Longhorn baseball. Also on the coaching side, I know there were some raised eyebrows when David Pierce uh, named himself the the pitching coach. And you know what's funny about that is that's something that, that hit my mind when this all began, when Woody Williams, it was announced, would not return. I thought, I wonder if David Pierce is just going to take over the pitching. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been a pitching coach, right? Correct. A great one. When Rice was yeah. going to College World Series with Wayne Graham, and we're producing MLB pitchers like like crazy. Well, hell, if you're changing pitching pitching coaches every year, you might as well do it yourself. Well, I'll give credit to my, our friend Jeff Howe from Light the Tower, uh, who covers that baseball program as good as anybody. He said it on his show one day. I was driving home after the show uh, when we handed the baton to those guys at 10 o'clock. And he mentioned, you know, he said, I, I think David Pearson is trying to find a pitching coach who would coach pitchers like he would. Like, right. So in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe he'll just, just maybe he'll just take it, yeah, because he's not going. to – I mean, you know, he he wants to coach the pitchers, 
Uh, but the ability to get Troy Tulowitzki back into the program, um, you know, Steve Rodriguez, who came in from Baylor, who's been 20 years a manager. Yeah, in the second year around. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you have, a, you have an experienced coaching staff now where Steve Rodriguez was a head coach at a major program at Baylor, at, at, uh, at you know, Pepperdine before that. Uh, so, had, you know, at 20 years a manager. Uh, so you have that experience on your staff. You have Troy Tulowitzki now, who was such a – you know, would that have been a third pitching coach in a row? He would have had to go get. Yeah, that would yeah. be. That would be. That would well, make remember, you start thinking. You might as well do it yourself. Well, and some will say that David Pierce has a little bit of a control complex here. Okay. Okay, but he's the manager. He's the coach. He's the boss. He's the head of the program, and he clashed with Philip with uh, Sean Allen, and you know Sean Allen was the pitching coach the year the you know when they went to the College World Series a couple years ago. I thought Woody he, had done a good job. I think yeah, but I just think it's clash of personalities and clash of. Coaching style. Yeah, this is what I want. Okay, then do it yourself. And and we see you got the ability to do it yourself. You're the head coach. Well, you were a football coach, but you know, a head coach who likes to call his own. We might see the same thing with Jimbo Fisher down at A and M with Bobby Petrino coming in. Right? Doesn't mean the other guy's not doing a good job. It's just not how you would have done it. It's just different. And you know. And then I'm hoping not to see David Pierce on third base then anymore. I mean, or doesn't he just give up that? He's got to give up something. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll hopefully talk to Coach Pierce. Or his head is going to explode. We'll see him on third base when his head falls off. Hopefully, get a chance to talk to Coach Pierce as the dust settles on the draft today, and you know these announcements are made, and uh, he can can come up and take a deep breath. But you know that does make sense to me. I mean, again, you can disagree with it and think it's not sure. a good move for the program. But David Pierce, somebody who has had high level success in his career coaching pitching, developing pitching. And now maybe he's built the staff around him that will allow him the time and the freedom to. He to knows do that. what he wants, and, and that's fine. And you know, doesn't mean it's going to work. I will also give David Pierce this credit that he's putting himself out there. He understands. Oh yeah, that's one of those last stops on the bus stop. Well, if you it's do one that. of those. If you if your pitching staff falls apart, because in it, the clash of coaching styles, the pitching staff was the number one pitching staff in baseball when they went to the College World Series in Omaha two years ago with Sean Allen. They were top 10 this year with Woody Williams. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like the pitching development was bad. But so if, if, it's, if it doesn't improve or it gets worse, well, then that's going to be on the head coach, and everybody's going to be able to see that. But is David Pierce taking control of his program? And I do believe it's the additions of Steve Rodriguez, the return of Troy Tulowitzki, the, the comfortability he has with those guys that they can work together uh, to, to build the best and he can work even possible. closer with the pitching. That's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, and there's another, another part of that, and that's uh, Chris Gordon, who came in from Duke last year and was a developmental coach on their staff, and he already feels comfortable with him. So, you know, it'll, it'll free him up, Chris, to kind of work in tandem to coach up the pitchers and kind of looks like they could have Tanner Witt. Think about it, Tanner Witt with another offseason, rehab, get that arm right. And uh, if you have a, a healthy Tanner Witt, as healthy as he can get, who's who's got a chip on his shoulder, who after not being drafted in the first ten rounds, you know, he'll be looking to put himself back into the, you know, mind's eye of, of, college, of, of pro scouts, which he was coming out of high school. And LeBaron Johnson Jr., if he continues on his trajectory, he could become, you know, top of the rotation staff ace as well. Though both of those guys have high ceilings, which is exciting. In uh, with Lucas Gordon moving on, and you know, we'll see what the, how the rest of the pitching staff evolves and develops. But that's, that's pretty good, good for Texas baseball, right there. Pretty good place to start. Pretty good place to start. And now you add a young freshman like Will Gasparino. If you watch him on film out of California, really impressive player. You know, Jalen Flores and Jared Thomas and. Some of those young guys that were in this year that got a lot of experience, you can see the formation of a of a pretty good uh, potential roster for the Longhorns in twenty and twenty three into twenty four. So, just a busy day, busy day yesterday. A lot happening, a lot going on. Uh, it's usually the slowest time for sports, but uh, that all went down for Texas baseball. Q two stadium was hopping. 
Pat Fitzgerald let go and uh, home run derby with the all-star game tonight. Dusty Baker handing the ball to Garrett Cole. It's weird for me. I watched the press conference yesterday a little bit with uh, Dusty Baker and uh, uh, the na- NL manager from the from the Phillies. And I, with Garrett Cole, since I as an Astros fan, it's hard for me to see him clean shaven. You know, that's when right. you moved to New York, you got to shave it all off. Oh, yeah, that's right. He always you had do. that facial hair with the Astros. He just looks so baby-faced and young. Garrett Cole, one time a number one overall pick of the amateur draft out of UCLA. Uh, he will start his first All-Star game. Dusty Baker said, I was looking for somebody who wanted the ball. Wanted the ball. For Amber Valdez, his own ace on his own staff wanted the ball, but Dusty Baker said, no, 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 no. You just pitched on Saturday. <laughs> no. We have enough I problems. T- yeah. I got enough issues in Houston. You're not pitching. Uh, hey, Framber, take a rest. Maybe no team in, in baseball has needs a week off like the Astros do, with all the injuries they've had, and uh, they they need they need time off their feet. Uh, yeah, they, bravo to Major League Baseball last night. They did a good job. That was fun. It really was. They've made the All Star Game fun. You know, it's hard. Others have tried. Well, they're, they're trying, and others haven't tried hard enough. Like the NFL All Star Game, you can forget about that thing. And you know, of course, the NBA and all that dunk stuff. Nobody even watches that anymore. I mean, so it's Major League Baseball at least tries to get they get their stars. Like I said, at Mookie Betts out there last night, it's just good to see your stars go out there and say, you know what, I'll give this a try. I'm a good athlete. Maybe I can go have up fun there. with it. Yeah, I'll have some fun. You know, I'll take some swings out well, there. Well, and it's it's a competition, but at the same time, if you can't tell how much how how seriously the players take it, just watching oh, their, yeah. oh, their yeah. interaction, their interaction was great. Oh, that's last a big night. deal, man. I mean, that's a and that ballpark was hopping last it night. It really was. Well, and that's good because Seattle can sometimes be a tough home run oh, park. Yeah. It's a big park. And you know if you get that, you know that uh, that that moisture that out moisture there, moisture blowing in off the Puget Sound and off the water, it can become a heavy air kind of situation. Ball was flying last night, and uh, I don't have I ever we ever, we've never seen anybody hit forty one home runs in one round, have we? I mean that was a new record. Um, I w- I was watching while recording our new Eyes on Texas multicast last night with our buddy Mike Craven, so I was kind of keeping my eye on it, looking up, going, he's at forty home runs, holy cow, that's incredible. Uh, I didn't know that. Um, we get to that number in that ballpark. It's but, a good pitching going on too. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Those guys got to know where to he throw. He had some it. can of corns up there. I'm thinking they, they just put it on the tee for him last uh, yeah, night. Yeah, well, that's the goal of that pitching coach. Sometimes your 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 pitcher can kill you if he's not giving you giving you the the cheddar man, giving you that cheese oh, that yeah. you can just launch. Uh, but uh, what'd you make of, of El Bombe? Uh, Adolis Garcia. I did not watch. I'm not oh, gonna you, lie. I went to a concert. Oh, what'd you go to? I went to Bob Schneider. Bob there you Schneider go. at the Saxon Pub. Oh yeah. How was that? Monday night awesome. hopping at the Saxon. What is this, Lonely Land set? Yeah, went on a little mandate. Good time. Mandate. Were you mandated to go on a date, but it was a date with a man? Well, he's just one of my friends. One of your buddies. Dude have date, a, huh? Just drinking some beer. Having there you time. go. I didn't know that you called that a mandate. Well, drinking some beer. Makes sense now. I mean, yeah. I, I just have never heard the term. Yeah. It's like I, I, we learned the term from uh, from you and some others, darty, right? A day party is a darty. Yeah, I learned that. Uh, I've, I've kind of been saying mandate a lot. A so it was too just much dudes recently. being dudes. Yeah, last it was night. Dudes well, being dudes. it was a one-on-one situation. You know, yeah. just talking some. There was a there was an older lady there that was that was talking to us. There you go, just dudes being dudes. Look, good looking mother. Hey now, uh, Cougars. And if you uh, you know want to have a mandate, what better than the uh, the, the venerable Saxon oh. Pub on South Lamar that's still cranking, still intimate, 
still rocking and rolling. That was really cool. I've never seen him there before. Bob Schneider? I've seen Bob Schneider. I've never seen him in that, in that venue? venue. Yeah. Oh, man, it's about as intimate as it gets. Wow. It's a tiny little place with a cool bar. It's and... like almost like a comedy show as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Bob Schneider. Bob Schneider oh, could yeah. be a stand-up comedian. He literally could. <laughs> he is. He, he is. He'll make you... He'll entertain you musically, but he'll also make you laugh uh, in a big way. So, yeah, it's a it's a busy Tuesday, slow time, slow week of the year, but man, a lot going on. We'll take your thoughts on Texas baseball. What say you on David Pierce taking the reins of the pitching staff? And you know what? If I can't find somebody who will do it how I want it done, I'll do it. I'll just... Yeah, this is where your fans take their shots. Now they give you the old. Oh, yeah. Well, if you can't do it, then that is that's it. Well, I mean, look, it would be a, it would be riskier if he hadn't done it at a very high level in the past, right? He's done, yeah. I mean, if proven. he just decided that he's going to do yeah. this because he can't get along with his pitching coaches, that would be different. Uh, that would be problematic. But, you know, at Rice with Wayne Graham, he was the pitching coach, and they were going in and winning college championships. Yeah, and, it's very know, similar, like pitchers. you said, to a guy who wants to call his plays. He has an offensive coordinator, but he had not given up that, that yeah. right to do that as the head coach. Yeah, and I think it's so much ballsy for David Pierce to go there, and I, I, I think it's huge for the program to get Troy Tulowitzki back. Um, that's That guy oh, for sure. infectious with the players. Um, you know, and the, I, I, I think he was missed last year just, just – the way he comes to the ballpark every day, the way he and remember he's in a non-coaching, non-recruiting role, right? But the title is, um, you know, player development, player development, and then develop, and that's what Troy Tulowitzki is all about: connecting with the players, helping them become better ball players, working on, you know, the issues that he sees in Pro's their game. Pro, yeah. Well, and again, this, this, the, the 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 message from Troy is Tulo, you know, here's what I'm seeing. Let's work on it. Let's get you to the major leagues. Let's get you to pro ball. You know, all of you here have an opportunity to do that. Let's uh, let, let's work on the things that they want you to work on because I can I can spot them and help you develop a plan to improve. That's for sure in that in that realm. So he is the staffs and programs director of player development. David Pierce taking over as the pitching coach. All right, we'll come back. A lot to chew on there. Obviously, we we'll get some BNE facts of the day. It is seven eleven day, seven eleven uh, July eleventh. Get out and get your Slurpee. We'll talk some uh, other issues there. A lot going on. BNE on a Tuesday. BNE. That's right, One Source Gas. My buddy Richard Strever and his team there helping you with your compressed gas needs and helping us get to Big 12 Football Media Days tomorrow. Crew will head out, uh, or some will head out Wednesday morning, some today, to get ready for two days of college football conversation from Arlington Wednesday and Thursday. With As we've said, we won't be up there because there's not much happening at all in the morning, so uh, not very much of a point to, to head up there, but our afternoon shows will be on point and ready to go with uh, live conversations. Those are always fun because you know what you're kind of know what you're going to get, but then you don't know, right? The, uh, the wild cards, who's going to sit down at any given moment, a uh, coach from one of the 14 teams, a player from one of the teams and Brett Yormark, the commissioner could sit down in any minute with our, one of our shows as he, as they, as they come. So um, looking forward to that over the next couple of days, it really launches some big time college football conversations with the Longhorns, the favorite, the favorite for the first time since they've gone to the divisionless format in the Big 12. Uh, the Longhorns are the uh, the pick to win the thing. The darlings. And there'll be some storylines, my friend. Also oh, want to thank our be. friends at Hayes City Store and Ice House. Hayes City Store and Ice House and One Source Gas helping us get there. Tra- Travis Tindall and his team, uh, Tamara and the folks. Also Taste on Main. They have a great second restaurant now in Buda, downtown Buda on Main Street. It's called the Taste on Main. It is phenomenal. If you love oysters and steaks and uh, seafood, that's where you're going to find it. And if you love good old scratch comfort food, you're going to get out to Hay City Store in Driftwood, Texas. So uh, two days of coverage coming. And, man, Storylines, Buck, at the Big 12 Media Days. You don't think Quinn Ewers is going to be quite the rock star? Longhorns are taking a quarterback for the first time since 2019. Quinn Ewers with the uh, the haircut, the toned body, 
And um, a lot of preseason hype. You know, he'll be there, which means, you know. Me- with that felt body of his? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Longhorns are going with Steve Sarkeesian, who always dresses well. He dresses the part. Looking, oh, be looking that's good. right. Uh, and the Longhorns are, are day one. They're Wednesday, right? There are four of the schools from Texas in the Big 12. Or four of them are going Wednesday. The other only one on Thursday. So it'll be a lot of Lone Star coverage on on, 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 on day one tomorrow. But uh, Sark will be there with Quinn Ewers, Xavier Worthy uh, from his offense. Byron, they're, they're taking um, Jade Barron, Jalen Ford, uh, the linebacker in preseason All-Big 12. Jade Barron, the guy who's everywhere. Yeah, the and, uh he and Jalen Ford, right? Jalen's been oh the pick to be the defensive player of the year in the Big 12 Conference. So, uh, yeah, so that that the representation will be there tomorrow. We will be representing with the horn and excited to bring that to you. Yeah, I'm going to love this defense if guys stay healthy. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, that's uh, the step forward. I, I still think there's questions on the edges, but strong up the middle, the Texas defense in 2023. I mean, when you're talking about Byron Murphy – uh, Tavondre Sweat right up the point of attack, right? Byron Murphy's preseason All-Big 12. Tavondre Sweat had a look at the NFL and decided to come back to to anchor that line. They added they had the uh, Minnesota transfer, Trill Carter, uh, who played a lot of football in the Big Ten. You've also got, uh, gosh, Alfred Collins. Is this his year to, yeah. where the switch comes on? Vernon Broughton. All those guys are playing the interior defensive tackle positions, and that's pretty a di- pretty deep group for Bo Davis. And you have Jalen Ford behind them, and behind them it's your safety position. It's... You mentioned Jade Barron. You're talking about Jalen Catalan, the Arkansas transfer, if he can stay healthy, and mm-hmm. then uh, Keaton Crawford. Yeah, this think? is a year. This is one of those years where you really know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, they're not glaring deficiencies, but you know you have them on the outside. You have to be able to hold a post, you know what I mean? And can they do it? Can they Can they hold that perimeter when teams say, we're going to get outside of you, and just they just do? This is one where, you know, you got to force them back inside to – to a very good linebacker and some really good secondary guys that come through, but they don't have to get through the lanes. They they want to play, you know, they can now play inside out instead of outside in because they can't have teams that will bounce outside E for, for six yards and seven yards and get first downs in the run game on them. No. If they can have somebody that can just cover that, that perimeter, that, I think that will be huge. Force everything in to where the really good players are, the good tacklers are. Well, and they're so much better last year than they were the year previous. I mean, light years better. Yeah, and I'd hate to see Catalan have to come up and make a bunch of ta- – you know. Be, oh, I know. He, he will, will do. No, Oh, no, yeah, he'll give up his body. That's the thing. Guys with the shoulders are generally those guys that give up that body a lot. You know, they they, they come in there and they, they, they're not the they're, – they're hard hitters. They're not the greatest of tacklers, but they lead kind of funny, tie with the shoulder. But they'll go get you. They'll come and get you. Who like a like? Are you talking about DBs or linebackers? DBs. So like an Anthony Cook kind of. Oh yeah, Chris I mean, Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah. Who else? Who's a guy, kid a guy who, that would who's get? Who was our guy? He's a guy who got drafted. Came in as a great freshman. Who should throw his body Holden all over? Hill. No, yeah. No. Um, why am I not thinking of his? I mean, Chris, I remember Chris Brown doing that all the time, and. And it would well, be always I mean, like twelve yards down the field. He get a big hit and act like one of those <laughs> from, DB celebrations. Is it where he still acts like, that he played at? Are you at? talking about uh, 
came in as a freshman and was just fabulous. Oh, I watched him. Yeah. Caden Stearns. Caden Stearns. Oh, I mean, Kaden just Stearns. just not, just nuts. But I always said he's going to knock himself out. He's going to play to a BJ point where. B.J. Foster, too. Well, I think Caden Stearns, to, to me, I'll just, to, to take Caden Stearns a step further, Caden Stearns, to me, is the poster child for what was and versus what is now, or, or what you think can be for Texas, and yeah. that's development of players. Because Caden Stearns came in from Cibolo oh Steel and was something. an immediate stud, and he, he I won't say he got worse, but he didn't get better. I mean, the players weren't developing. He just kind of stayed the same. Right, yeah. players weren't in developing under Steve Sarke- over under Tom Herman and his staff. I mean, the offensive line was not getting better; it was getting worse. I mean, guys were, were not improving. The, their best years were their first years. But Caden Stearns has been developed in the NFL. So well, that's why he left, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. He and left after move. his third year when he was eligible because his value was dropping. So he's like, well, I'm just going. Yeah, and he would now come up and knock himself out. I was like, damn, isn't there a different way to tackle than leading with that shoulder and that head yeah, and all well, that stuff? All I'll say at least one of the reasons for optimism or of the many is that what we saw on development side last year. Yes. Jalen Ford from three-star player. Who, Absolutely. Who, when the season began, it was all about DeMarvion Overshone and what was he going to be. Well, DeMarvion developed and got better and now is playing for the Dallas Cowboys. And it was the development of Jalen Ford, the development of the offensive line. The, this, this staff can coach. This staff can develop. At least they've shown that over two years and now year three. And if that continues, I mean, that's where you recruit great talent, develop the talent, and then Yeah, it's not always about the big hit. It's about – Fundamentals. It's, yeah, and everybody. You always saw being in the, the right running lane. And the fit. That Taking they the have. right angle. Yeah. Yes. The, the fits mean everybody's running Absolutely. The, and, and, and doing their job. Uh, that was so much better from year one to year two. That's development. And as I've said many times, one of the, if you want to look at a reason why maybe the most impactful freshman on this football team, Anthony Hill Jr. from Denton, Texas, the Denton five star. That's true. The way you can get coached. You're the, right. The reason he switched from A&M to here was what he, what he saw with the development of Jalen Ford. Saying, wait a second, look at that guy. He's gone from who is this mm-hmm. guy to all Big 12. Uh, that, and then he's watching down at Texas A&M where he had been committed, and he's like, what's going on here? Right. And, you know, admittedly, he was like, no, no, I'm, you know, I'm going to Texas. And uh, that's optimistic for Texas that they're coaching these guys up so talented players actually get better. Uh, and if that's the case, this team has a chance, and the, the things are pointing in the right direction. We'll see. You're right, though, continuing to, to get better on the perimeter, getting better on the edges. And, you know, maybe this year, speaking of Anthony Hill, with the loss of DeMarvion Overshone to the NFL, he just becomes that guy that sure move him around and let him rush the passer, create havoc off the edge, and let every, all the rest of your 10 guys do fundamental stuff and let him learn the game, but also put his athleticism to work for you. They also have that star position, right? And this 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 uh, defense, that's important, and that's Jade Barron, right? Jade and... You know, Jalen Gilbo and those guys, they've got to be able to make plays as well because you're, you're part defensive back, you're part linebacker, you've got to cover tight yeah, ends. and that's why I like him so much because he, he, he has really nice form when it comes to tackling. Yeah. He, he understands that I can't just throw my body because he's not a big, big kid. He can't just whip his body into running backs going full speed. He knows how to tackle. That's, 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 I mean, that's an art. That's not, I mean, a lot of guys know how to missile themselves into guys and they come kind up on the, the worst end of tackle style, yeah. which is what oh, yeah. you're there's a lot, there's a lot of lot less missed tackles than there used to be. Yeah, yeah they, so they've learned how to tackle. Well, they've and, developed somebody's somebody's taught them how to actually well, tackle. And and it's it's tangible. You can see it. I can say it on the radio. Though they're developing players. Well, Jalen Ford. Look at the defensive tackles and the defensive line for Bo Davis last year. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian says Bo Davis is the best defensive line coach in America. Well, Andre Coburn had his best year last year. Got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. These guys are getting more Ojimo. More Ojimo. Right. I mean, these guys are getting coached. Then you talk to the players and like, oh yeah. I'm the, I feel like offensive line. It was pretty clear Herb Hand was not developing offensive linemen. Kyle Flood, 
is developing offensive linemen, and that's the encouraging. And Steve Sarkeesian has a history of developing quarterbacks. I think you feel pretty good about the charge choice with the running backs. You know, you're, you're, you have a top two maybe in the nation receiving room. Yeah, and you brought in an NFL coach. That's right. Chris Jackson to be your receivers coach. And, you know, Kyle, Kyle Flood's coaching tight end, or Kyle Flood, uh, Jeff Banks coaching tight ends. Uh, you, you feel really... got his special teams coach. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the advisors, gosh, the special yeah. assistants. God, it's Kool Aid time, isn't it? It, well, it is. It's after, it's after it's July 4th. It's going to be hot. There's a lot to like. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, there's no, this is all gas, no excuses, y'all. If it doesn't work, if they don't win the Big 12. It's going to be an excuse at this point. I was and, watching some highlights when I came in this morning. I'm not going to lie. Come on now. Get going through and put a couple so ice cubes in Quinn, there. I was watching Quinn drop them bombs. Oh, Quinn drop them bombs? Oh, yeah. I forgot how, how pretty that looks. Hey, listen, Quinn dropped Drop them bombs. bombs well, catch them bombs. I have to say, looking at uh, the day, two days of Big 12 Media Day, so tomorrow will be Baylor, the seven teams a day, and the 14-team unicorn season in the Big 12. Unicorn meaning this will be the only one <laughs> with these 14 teams because Texas and Oklahoma are headed out uh, with the new four headed in. Baylor, BYU, Houston, Kansas, Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas will be present tomorrow. So, obviously, you're looking for the headliners. When we're up there, Buck, who gets the biggest media throngs? Sark and Texas will get huge coverage. Quinn Ewers will be, you know, the center of attention of a lot. Um, you know, everybody's going to want to talk to Quinn. Uh, and then TCU's there, and it's going to be interesting to see with Sonny Dykes. You know, last year they were kind of a forgotten, no, look, there's Sonny Dykes. Oh, look, there's TCU. And the oh, question, it's his first year. And the question was, where's Gary Patterson? Oh, we miss Gary Patterson. Um, well, they went and played for the national championship. And so, obviously, there'll be a lot of attention on Sonny and the ability to, to get this thing. They've been picked to finish fifth, and which will be a lot of conversation of from 12-0 from and 0 and in the Big 12 title game to pick fifth. There'll be some chips on the shoulder there. Obviously, Dana Holgerson from Houston. A lot of questions about where his program is right now. BYU's a new program. Dave Aranda will be there tomorrow, which should be fun. And, of course, Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. With, Always uh, fun. The colorful one. Uh, he will be there tomorrow too. So yeah, day one is jam packed with a lot of draw, a lot of be compelling. Ask a lot of questions about playing Oklahoma for the last time. You think that'll be the? He doesn't want to talk. He just like we're done. That's it. Let's talk about his son, maybe being the quarterback at some point this year. Where so he's going to have to talk about that. Oh, he might. I don't think he has one. Spencer Sanders is at Ole Miss now in year twenty seven. Yeah, for Spencer his Sanders even going to start? I don't know. I mean, how many quarterbacks is Lane Kiffin's collecting over there? <laughs> well, Jackson Dart sucks. So well, think about this. It, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what the Big 12 is doing. I, I mean, look, day one includes Dave Aranda, who's interesting. Yes. And his quarterback, Dana is Holgerson, he going to get back to it? Right. Dana, Dana Holgerson is a, is a personality. Uh, Mike Gundy, Sonny Dykes, and Sark with Texas, which is always the biggest draw. Day two, outside of Oklahoma, where you have the Red Bull, the walking Red Bull, Mr. Mr. Excitable Brett Venables. Yeah, West Virginia. Bleh. It's BYU on day two? No, they're day one. Are they? Cincinnati cool. with their new head coach, Scott Satterfield. We get to meet him on on Thursday. Milk Toast, Matt Campbell, who I like a lot, but he's kind of dull. Um, K-State, Chris Kleiman, coach of the year last year, along with Sonny Dykes. He's and a good then, talk. He's a good He's a good. So the center of week of day two guy. for me is you know, Brett Venables and then Joey McGuire. Joey McGuire and Texas oh, yeah, Tech on sure. day two. But the only Texas-based Big 12 school on t- in day two is Texas Tech. The other four are on day one, Texas TCU, Baylor, and Houston. Ty, what do you think about Slovis for BYU? Can he get? I mean, he's been. I mean, is this one of these Slovis quarterbacks? Slovis is at BYU now. Yeah, Keaton Slovis. Does he, he like? Dude, uh, is that JT another Daniels? like n- n- ninth year? Yeah. Vagabonds. What's up with all these old USC quarterbacks <laughs> that just transfer across? I remember the he was a freshman. He remember? Did he get hurt when he was a freshman? They, that was the year that you, like USC had like four quarterbacks get hurt, and they all ended up transferring. 
That's crazy. And JT London. Daniels is one of them, I think. That's crazy. Yeah, he's been around for a while. I like Slo- I like Slovis more than JT Daniels. I'll, I'll say that. And usually BYU slings that thing around the field. So I'm, I'm well, excited to see how of they Of the they 14 teams, of the 14 teams, nine will bring quarterbacks to Arlington. Nine mm-hmm. of the 14. Uh, Baylor's bringing Blake Shapin. BYU will bring Keaton Slovis. Um, UCF is bringing their quarterback, John Rice Plumley, uh, which was another guy, old dude. Guy to get to know, yeah. Um, Houston, Cincinnati not bringing quarterbacks. Iowa State not bringing quarterback. Kansas will bring the preseason offensive player of the year, Jalen Daniels. Uh, when they're there Will tomorrow. Howard's coming. Yeah, Will Howard from K-State, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma. Um, TCU not bringing Chandler Morris. TCU not bringing their quarterback. I think a Five lot games. of that I think a lot of that is, you know, the the question would be how do you follow Max Duggan? How do you follow Max Duggan? How do you follow Max Duggan? Just look, um, you know, Sonny Dykes is going to bring um, you know, Jared Wiley's going. Remember the former Longhorn tight end? Yeah. He'll be there tomorrow uh, with TCU. Got uh, a couple key passes for them in yeah, their run. But Texas is bringing Quinn yours. Uh, Texas Tech and Joey McGuire bringing Tyler Shuck, their quarterback. But uh, so nine teams, the five that aren't bringing a quarterback: West Virginia, TCU, Oak State, and uh, Iowa State, not, and Houston not bringing quarterbacks. So uh, there we go. Is Neil Brown still the coach at West Virginia? Barely. He is, but, but he's I like still Neil there. Brown. I still like Neil Brown. But I'm he's sure. there, right? He's it, still the guy. And I think Neil Brown. How many how many Bob Huggins questions will Neil Brown be asked? <laughs> oh man! Hey, have you talked to Bob Huggins? Is Bob Huggins trying to get back in? Bob he... Huggins might show up. <laughs> Bob Huggins might. <laughs> he might drive down there. Yeah, I want my job back. <laughs> All right, that's good stuff. We'll be back. Big Twelve Football Media Days brought to you by Hay City Store, and of course, uh, One Source Gas that'll be coming up tomorrow and Thursday. Looking forward to it. David Pierce making coaching ch- staff changes. Longhorns. The draft very good to the Longhorns yesterday. Uh, day two, we'll get to the details there. It's a busy morning on what's time, typically a slow time in sports. Not today. We're jam-packed here on Beanie. Set out to it's climb Bucky and mountain, Adair. Conquer the known world. You fly out in bushy town on track the self-destruct oblivious. B&A Facts of the Daytime here on B&A. It is a fact. That's right. Show the people rolls on on a Tuesday. You know our guy Sal? Which one? I mean, we got Not Sal Not Sal in New, New York, but Sal Alabatis. Yeah. Sal, the steakhouse guy. Yes, sir. A great friend of our show for a long, long time. He just texted us with a picture of he and his son this morning in Spain, in Pamplona. They ran with the bulls. And he sent us a picture, and they're still living. Uh, by the way, Sal, your son looks faster. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what... <laughs> Sal looks like he's still getting up and down. Sal used to play rugby back in the day. I do know that. Sal used to bring it on the rugby field, but uh, Sal's a good dude. Yeah, and, he looks uh, like his son's going to dodge a couple bulls, but Sal doesn't look like... Sal looks like it's a one-on-one battle. Uh, Ty, Ty, you say you know people who have run with the bulls. Yes. You have few, not. I have not, but I had a few friends that... Were, I have know people... I see people on my Instagram feed that are over there every year. I don't quite have the... The cashola for that. But. Yeah, that's expensive. Uh, the the cashola or the stonesola. Oh, I'd do it. I know you would. Oh yeah, he'd do it for sure. I, I guess you know you could do. I'm sure someone's got like the how to guide to run with the bulls. He's got to be a little nimble, quick on your feet. Dude, all you got to do is stumble once. And no, it, we were talking about on the yeah, one some, stumble. Some dude in front of you slows down, and you're like, whoa. Casey Sutter said he'd be the he'd be the bull. He'd be <laughs> just running run, over everybody. Run the, he'd get to the finish or whatever, and just be like, oh. Didn't even see a bull that entire time, <laughs> just knocking people over. Oh man, yeah. No, you gotta, 
you got to be careful, but I think that'd be a good time. I'm, I'm assuming there's drinking involved as well. This guy said running with the Bulls is July 7th. Well, he he sent me sent us a picture that he was going to be 1 a.m. Austin time. They'd be running. So There was definitely know. people running last weekend. Yeah, and I don't maybe know. It's oh. different parts maybe, maybe it starts July 7th Spain. and goes on for the week. I don't know. I'm not going to sit. I got a picture right here. It looks like they just ran with the Bulls. They got the red. And you go on to the first casualty, and then, and then it stops. Yeah, like, I mean, how many people do it each time? But then there's there's a couple casualties. There's a couple gorings. There's a couple. Well, they, they shave off the horns. Still, you just got to worry about getting stomped. Well, oh, the stomping, oh, that, that's the fun part. Is what are the these 2,000-pound animals? Okay, Tiger, oh. okay, they shave off the horns. Well, okay, yeah, well, by all means, I'll do it now. I know oh. that's a little safer. And, and a basic headbutt from a bull oh. has got to not be good. And it's right? stomping. I'd, I think I'd be more worried about getting trampled by the bull. I'd be more worried about getting trampled by people. Well, that's right, the whole process. On the cobblestones, the bricks, it's man, really you trip just an and over, fall. It's an overall, there's not really many pros to doing it. Except for the, maybe the excitement, I as the we picture you can. I can say I ran with the bulls, but as the last bull goes out, I'm behind the last bull running <laughs> as far behind as them. Thrill seeking goes. I mean, we had remember what was the story a couple weeks ago? The people who were running down the hill full speed with the block of oh, cheese. Oh yeah, block of cheese. I I would do the running to the bulls before I did that because that looks impossibly. Would you say that that what you're running, going to fall there? Running straight down the hills, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, you're going level. to fall. I see enough people who run with the bulls who come out smiling and feeling good, and they did it and drunk and, and happy. Of I'm trying to. I'm thinking like here's where I go. If I were to actually go run with the Bulls, what shoes would I wear? You probably want to wear some some of your best sneakers, Skechers. right? Skechers. No, no, you don't want to. Skate. No, I'm not Velcro wearing. Skechers. You don't want to I'm come not wearing Bucky and Joe Montana's shoes. <laughs> you're not wearing anything. You're going to you come out want of some Velcro though. They will knock you out of yeah, your I probably shoes. Probably don't want shoelaces. I think there's like a certain type of shoe they wear that's part of the outfit though. Oh really? Well, I'm not wearing some strange bowling shoes. That Under Armour makes the running of the Bulls outfit for you. Anybody who's ever run with the Bulls, let us know what kind of shoes. What's your footwear game? What's that like? I'm thinking tight, wrap them up, maybe some high tops. I got to get, I got to be able to move. I wanted to be light though. I'm not wearing cleats on the brick. I guess it is stone. No, I'm not doing shorts either. I'm doing khakis, pants. Yeah, with knee pads. (laughs) Yeah, like lightweight khakis. You say knee pads? Knee pads. I got to have some pads. (laughs) No, like, for sure, I'm the last guy out. Last bull out, I'm right behind that last bull. And if any of them change directions, I got a problem. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, it's a busy news day. There's a lot going on. If you're just tuning in, we've got uh, David Pearson, his Longhorn program, continue, continuing their streak of a player drafted every year in every draft. We'll tell you who and where. But the uh, MLB day two of the draft, pretty kind to the Longhorn baseball program yesterday. Actually, very kind to the Longhorn Baseball Program. Also, big day at Q2 Stadium. Not a good day at Northwestern. We'll dive into the Pat Fitzgerald story as he is out with the Northwestern Wildcats. Kind of a bizarre last 48 hours there on Evanston, Illinois. About Huggy. Is Huggy in? Huggy's trying. Huggy's trying. He's looking for a bag of money. He may show up at Big 12 Media Days. Just to, hey, the AD's going to be there. Hey, I'm following wherever That's that guy, guy goes. To talk to. That's right. I know where to find him. I'll drive. I'll drive up to Arlington. All right, we'll be back. We're rolling on hour, just one hour in the books, three to go here on B&E, Show of the People, here on The Horn.